this podcast takes the place of a diary I wish I had but never did. I wrote a post in our office internet that I'm in the midst of a midlife crisis and that I'm rushing to get over this because I can't wait to make the second half of my life a million times better than the first. I used to be a sore believer of better right than rushed, but when you're 42 and alone, ain't this the best time to put the pedal to the metal? Welcome to my midlife memoir. In this episode, let's talk about a diary that nearly killed me. Yep, I used to have a diary. I can't remember who gave it to me, but I got it as a Christmas gift during freshman year in high school. What a delight it was to get a notebook that wasn't meant for schoolwork. And guess what? It had a lock. It's something that's finally off limits from mom, dad, bachi, chalks, apes, and jeps, also known as my overbearing family. Who knew how to start a diary? I didn't. I just knew what I wanted to write about, who I wanted to write about. Let's call him Fee. What a charming boy he was. In the pages of my diary, I wrote about V with extraordinary gush. From the way he strummed his guitar, to the way he didn't seem to care about doing well in school, but had a swarm of boys and girls waiting for him to grace them with his unparalleled coolness and cuteness. And guess what? The diary wasn't just about him. It was about us. I thought we had a chance. I might have written that I saw him stare at me at the cafeteria or that he smiled a bit as I walked in front of him and his gang at the hallway. It was a love story in the making until I lost the diary. Stupid me, I decided to bring the bearer of CIA-level top secret everywhere I go. That was how bad I had to protect it from the prying eyes of my household. And just like that, it was gone. Not in my bag, not in my locker, gone. And along with it came a hurricane of nerves. Where could it be? I searched everywhere twice. I couldn't ask anyone if they found it because it wasn't supposed to be anywhere outside my room. Oh well, I didn't have a room growing up. It was the overflow of my sweet valley messed up mind. Messed up I was and just when I thought it can't get worse, there it was in the hands of V and his gang echoes of roaring laughter rolling in their bellies like they've never seen anything more hilarious than that in their lives and V in the middle of them all wasn't even entertained as the rest of them he looked disgusted he seemed repulsed like the thought of him and me was so revolting he can't even fake a laugh there they were screaming words which my expectant heart gently whispered to my precious diary. Each syllable felt like a punch. I stood still, but I was losing every bit of my constitution, and I felt pain from body parts I only read about in books. That day, 
The 13-year-old me thought I was gonna die. This is it. The end of a life that would have been glorious. Time of death, 4 p.m. Cause of death, a broken heart. It wasn't that the secret was out. It was more that he acted like my affection was an insult to his being. And then my twisted mind said I needed to prove him wrong. After V was K, and then A, a different V, and then D, and then J. I needed to prove them all wrong. I told myself I'm doing this for me, but if you know someone who came back to life from dying of embarrassment, feel free to share this episode.